life. I don't believe in the real life. It's all phony. Yeah, it's not real. This is just all an illusion. A simulation. Dude, could be. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the comic. Comic. What's going on, nerds? This is Mike. That's Bill. What up? Of course. And this is the Comic Zone. It's not journalism. It's nerdalism. Yeah. By the way, follow us on uh, Instagram. We've got a lot of cool videos and stuff we're doing there. Yeah. Bill is putting in some work there, so check out the Instagram page. and Check out the website. We're going to do start doing more on the website right like i'm gonna quit being lazy and start writing a little do some like a blog or write some like kind of articles i don't know if i can you're gonna do haikus yeah all about ant-man falling in love with iron man Mm. that'd be weird yeah i'm surprised i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they did that at this point you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to be woke. I don't know. But I think uh, sometimes there's it's adds to the story, and I like well, yeah, it from a different perspective. Well, like in the movie we're gonna talk about today, Fantastic Beasts. Oh uh, man, we're of gonna jump. Yeah, jump. Oh yeah, secrets. Uh, which yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, well, a lot because since that's what the episode's about, but um. Before that, you mentioned we're going to, well, we're going to talk about like some, you know, whatever news happened this week. Uh, obviously, Thor, the trailer Love dropped. and Thunder trailer dropped. So we'll what's, your, what's your first opinion of it off the top? Like, excited one to ten. I think it looks fucking great. Yeah. I think it looks really good. And um, it doesn't give too much away. You mentioned that it doesn't. Look like there's enough there to do a whole episode on. I don't. I think. I think just. I, I think, think if that, you dive into I a think, lot of the comic stuff that's happened before, like I know I've read the, um, shit. Now I can't remember it, but the where Grog, the god, god killer, that storyline. Uh, Grog. Oh, is that who the bad guy is? That's what they've 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 said, or there's been some rumors, and that storyline was epic. There's actually Venom tie-ins to it as well. Uh, so there's a lot of potential. Again, it's... And th- I think th- as far as like going back to like a Morbius and this, I love the Marvel trailer because it's very... You don't really know what you're going to get. They're not revealing much true secrets. And I think that's... But there's hints and makes... And I think there's a lot of things that make you do diff- question... All right, what the fuck are we going to well, get? Well, yeah, what are we what are we getting into with it because they don't really give you a, anything at all in the trailer as far as like what is going to happen. Like they didn't show the big bad guy. The big reveal was You Jim really just Foster. get you really just I mean, we're going <clears> to <throat> next week we're going to jump into the trailer, play it again like we did on the Doctor Strange hey, why episode. Not? We probably can't play it because we, it's it as Guns and Roses and we'd get flagged and No. Yes, drawn and quartered seriously. We can't. Not, not from, mm-hmm. not from a movie trailer. Mm-hmm. No way. Every video that I've seen on YouTube is pulling that 
Because they would get demonetized. That's fucking stupid. It is, but well, whatever. Anyway, we'll I guess look when at you're it. when you're making the money, you get a when you know the king makes all the rules, kind of. Anyway, what maybe we'll just watch it and kind of. We can still tell can, you. Yeah, we can. Whatever. We'll get. We'll deep dive into Thor next week. The movie trailer and just come with some of the comic lore. We're gonna try to get like Chelsea on, right? Hopefully. Yeah, she doesn't know that yet. So if yeah, well, yeah, we'll get her talked into it. Hopefully, it won't take much. Well, then we've got Doctor Strange here coming up too. Yeah, that episode. Are we gonna? So you want to? Do well, you want to? Let's spoil. Let's let's reveal. We're going to. Yeah. Know, make crash and burn and fail, but we're gonna yeah. do it anyways. That will be part of the fun if it crashes. By the way, we're gonna live stream that episode, that recording. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, live stream it from the Comic Zone podcast page on Facebook. So if you're not following that, jump on there and follow us on Facebook as well. Um, and please, then we'll live stream there. it we, from we there. Need a, we need a peanut gallery. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah, for sure. So we, whenever, just yeah, we can, nice. during the episode, it'd be sweet if we had people watching and then just kind of talking with us in the chat, give us questions. And if, if, we, and if you don't listen, I'm going to call you up and we're just going to call you live on the phone. <laughs> and put you on the, yeah, on, just, on we, the yeah we should we should just call people that episode it's like damn it hey you know Hozo, you said you were gonna better. be there and he wasn't there then ring ring we should call well another idea you had was when when's the comic-con here uh it's 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 in a few months i don't remember we should probably look it up but we should and get that lined out because we want to get a fucking stand oh i told my mom and my stepdad i wouldn't say fuck so much sorry anyway sorry me ma anyway yeah we're gonna try to get a stand like uh what do you call it we're gonna, we're gonna be there I think that's what we can commit to. It doesn't. I don't know. Cause we'll sometimes try to get a booth there. Yeah, we'll try to get a booth there. If not, we we're can, gonna be there recording. Yeah. If they not, throw us we out. have plenty of portable mics and a portable uh, recording equipment, so we can be mobile and just kind of interview people as we walk through the the con. And that would be cool too. I think that would almost be better, right? Uh, you know, all of we the could above. just stop and we could just stop people and be like hey yeah so it's at the ford wyoming center uh june 26 25th and 26th so that's saturday and sunday that'll be fucking cool if i'm reading correctly so yeah and i'm gonna we're gonna see if we can talk to this dude on the show sometime too he doesn't know it yet but we're we're stalking him whoever puts this show on or somebody from there oh yeah well, yeah, while they're here. And, like, the voice of Darth Vader is one of the guests. He was the, the voice actor. Uh, I don't... I, or Sean, you mean from, Sean like, was talking about it. He did a post on, on Kiss FM about it. The um, new voice or, like, is it, um, like, from the cartoons? All I, all I heard is what he said on the radio, oh. to be honest. And he was talking about the post that he wrote about the Comic-Con. I'll share it on our on the ComicZone.com on this post. Okay. Yeah. Of this episode. Yeah, that'll be interesting, dude. That'll be fun as fuck to walk around there. You should cosplay as Falcone from Batman. I'm not gonna cosplay. (laughs) It's just that would be the Falcone wouldn't be too much. It's just like a fedora and a nice suit. (laughs) 
and an accent. And he did oh, sunglasses. Yeah, supposed to look like him already, right? You're, you're a little. You could, I said you could pull it off. That's what <laughs> I. And it would be easy because that wouldn't. You're not like wearing like a fucking tail or wings or some shit like trying to be Sonic the Hedgehog. No, I, I wouldn't. The only cosplay I would do would be Silent Bob. Well, you can't do that without. That'd be an awkward on a podcast. Without like a J. Yes, it would be. You'd be in search of your J. That, that, would be that the, podcast would work fine, a Jay and Silent Bob podcast. But Bob only or Silent Bob only says one line for the whole podcast. Yeah, which is maybe part of why but I relate Jay to can carry a po- See, that would be see the beauty of some like there are different kinds of podcasts, and ours we bounce off each other and our guests. Some people ride solo, like guys like Bill Burr and Joey Diaz, like those guys ride solo they can talk to you know and do an entertaining podcast on their own so a jay and silent bob one and if only if jay like like he could totally do that he would do that kind of pot like you would just know that silent bob is there or i think that guy could probably just do a podcast on his own Anyway, he actually might. I think he probably does. Everybody has one. No, I mean, like even like pre-COVID. Isn't it weird how we date things pre and post-COVID now? Do you find yourself doing that? Sometimes. Sometimes. But but, dude, okay, I was going through like some bad depression and shit, like as the whole pandemic started. Yeah. Like, I was in a fucking not good place. And so, during that whole pandemic, and I never stopped working, really, except for, like, a month. And so, it never affected me, really, financially. I never, like, I got, I may have got it, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, I never really stopped working, and then I was, like, out of town. And like going through bad depression and you know what I mean? So I didn't, they, the pandemic didn't affect me in the same way the world experienced it. I was like in my own fucking head that whole time and just. I, I was right there. Yeah, so. I, I worked in my basement where we were recording. My depression didn't come from like COVID. Like a lot of people are going through like have bad anxiety bad depression right now and it's be, you know because of covid and like it, yeah, it was a pretty shitty experience for a lot of people um i didn't i was fortunate to not have to like i was going through depression from other things but i was fortunate enough to like still be working the whole time like and like out doing things if I would have had to like been locked down, I would have lost my mind. And a big no. part of what like stopped locked all that down. that depression and like just is like starting and like doing this. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like well, I'm glad I can be part of that. Well, yeah, sure, man. Like me too. It uh helps me in a big way and that's why i'm like 
the best way to get over like bad depression and like because i've been there and the only thing that's helped is like seriously just focusing on like doing things that make me proud of being me and that you know what i mean that shit's hard to do if you don't know what that thing is Mm -hmm. but everybody's got something they want to do but they just haven't or or maybe not everyone but a lot of people no, the times talk. that I've been the most lost and depressed is when I didn't have that sense of direction. Yeah, well, yeah, totally. That's a big sense source. Like, a lot of mm-hmm. people are just going to their jobs, you know, doing shit they don't want to fucking do just to ma- pay the bills. You know, they fucking hate their job. They want to punch everybody in the fucking face that they talk to because they're in some bullshit retail job and everybody's a fucking asshole. And... <clears throat> You know, so you you don't necessarily have to find, make money in doing the things you want to do. Like, this is something I always wanted to do. I'm a huge fan of podcasts in general. I think creating conversations where, and just like sitting and talking to someone Mm -hmm. is what we're meant to do. Like, that's how we're meant to communicate. And, like, not over, like, texting all the time or, like, over the internet where you can just talk all the fucking shit you want and be a fuckface because it's anonymous and they can't do shit to you. And it's just not healthy. You know what I mean? That's not healthy. And that's a big source of what's wrong with people in general, too, with anxiety and just depression. It's like watching people with their fake life. We talked about this on the last episode with, like, social media and, like, even pre-social media, growing up in you know the eighties and nineties, television was its own kind of plastic world of mm-hmm. plastic people that we all watched and admired well, or fake admired. That shit's worse now. People are so addicted to celebrities. Kardashian kind of. That shit baffles me. I don't understand that in the slightest. Like, there are people that yes, I admire that are successful, but they are self-made people that came up from nothing to, and against, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are people that I admire, because not because I idolize them, but I respect the hustle, and I want to learn from that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not saying... So, when... Like, I don't understand the absolute obsession needing to know about the lives of the people you respect and admire. Like, I respect... I think it's the that's like falling in love with the illusion. It's the escape into this land I, of luxury. Which I kind of wonder, even for them, if it's, there's a, just a, a fakeness to it as well, or just not... I don't know. Example. Example. Perfect example, because it's happening right now. The Jada fucking smith and will smith bullshit and like the slap and like just their fucking whole the whole thing they they have the whole thing they've done with their like putting way too much of their shit out there like airing out their laundry for everyone to fucking smell yeah, and then people are just eat it up. They can't. I mean, look, we're talking about it right now. But I don't even because it's an example. But I've, like, I've scrolled past the headline so 
I haven't seen no, too much. Well, I'm just saying people. But yes, it, you're, you're right. You're there's right. A, there's a whole fucking war Obsession. going on in Ukraine. And how convenient that this shit happens and draws everybody's attention away from that. You know what I mean? And it almost... You know, like, also, it, oh, you're talking about the slap or something else, the, too. The slap. Well, they could have edited that out. And that's... There's no, no yeah, way totally in could have. hell that if they didn't want that to air, they could have stopped it. No, they wanted it to. They decided thinking, somewhere down the line, they decided to let it slip. I'm thinking it... They had to. I'm thinking it was all staged at this point. Just there, to, there's a possibility. Just to give people something to talk about other than what's going on in Ukraine. I would, and I, I don't know about that. I don't know if it goes that far. I would definitely believe they did it to make because nobody gives a shit about the Emmys anymore. Oh yeah, well, so I they totally, needed the, the press. They too. needed the attention. That too, but I don't think it, I don't think they could totally be both though. They could I don't know. Totally be both. I think, and if you don't, there's enough. You, there's so many distractions out there. You don't besides. think that like celebrities. Like, that the entertainment industry isn't, like, doing shit along with, like, the, the government and, like, like politicians dog. and shit, dude. The media like, is, like, totally a squirrel. It's like a squirrel. You know, like, 80 squirrel. That's what it's all for. Though. No, I'm saying... I no, the media is, like, purposefully deceiving people. Like The, in, the media um, are a 10 billion people screaming against each other trying to get everyone's attention it's churches like are the media are but my entire point media is plural my entire point though is that people obsess over the craziest thing was when there's like real fucked up shit going on and that's That's baffling to me and then like obsessing needing to watch what if it what if it's just so much that you can't take any more real trauma if they're already suffering from real depression or dealing with real shit in their life yeah no totally like then turn it off dude don't look at it for sure that's you don't want to know that's why the kardashian has that appeal to escape to that world i mean the same way we escape to comic books i feel i mean that's or you know like we're gonna maybe eventually talk about it's harry potter or you know the land of fantasy Tolkien. no i get you um I get you, but it's just—I mean—that's that's our crack, cocaine, and you know that's somebody else's. Yeah, it's I, just and weird. I don't get it's it either. It's just weird to that, me the people that re- reality I, shows that light that has no real realism. Or I don't think that's so much a thing, like as heavy as it was. But I, I'm sure there are reality shows aplenty, but I don't think it's as pop. Is it as popular as it was? In like the two thousands, for the big network shows, it's it's cheaper than hiring a writer and crew of actors sometimes. So I think it's still, I th- but it, it is. You're right to the fact it is kind of an older generation versus newer stuff like YouTubers, bloggers, social influencers. This is this new neo neo style kind of journalism, if you will. I wouldn't call it that, but neo neo media. I'm making that up. Yeah, I could tell. Well, just like <laughs> modern art is from World War II. Right. Postmodern. Me and Ted had a conversation about that. So, what I mean. It's like, okay, here's a good question. 
fucking uh here we go sorry mom uh oh there goes the pooches rough rough we're gonna keep going are we is that beth nope no not beth that was a ups man <laughs> so anyway question okay and what would be and I, we may have done this before already but what would you consider like you said the modern art thing mm-hmm. is World War Two earlier, yeah. Okay, what would be like a vintage, like, what would be like an antique, or or like antique or vintage technology to you, like, com- as far as like electronics? Nokia cell phone, flip phone. Really? Well, I mean that. I mean, is you calling? As far as that technology, because how fast the cell phone technology expands and rapidizes, um, you know, if we're talking video games, I'm probably going like Commodore 64, um, you know, and then, but you talk about like guitars or even like kind of microphones. These microphones we talk about are from a, a yeah, vintage like age. that that microphone. How old is that? The RE20 that comes from you know no, that golden, one. That one's like a night. How old is that microphone? It's itself probably easy from the eighties, nineties. Because this one's like brand new. Yeah, so it doesn't that doesn't count. But like, so the technology. What would you what? How would you describe that microphone if it's from like? Okay, we'll assume it's from the eighties. What? How would you describe that as far as like? Would you call it? A vintage. If I was selling it, yes. Well, because well, okay, not just that microphone, but that, just that any, design, that, that age. If I had, if it was in good condition, it sounded good, and it was still old. Like uh, my boss has a Newman microphone from the '60s. That's like an antique. Neumann. I'm not sure how you say it. Is right. that an antique though? What? What? Okay. It's like, a maybe. Maybe that's a bad example. Like cars. Because it's like, it's also like guitars, like like a Fender or guitar, cars and guitars. Like you a know? classic car. What would be a classic car to you? See, that's the problem. I don't know shit and about like, car. I I would you know I always think of like muscle cars, like the Mustangs. You know, I wouldn't even know a year or the Chargers. The I just know I like that body style of that. That's what I think of of the classic car. Those old kind of round roundest muscle right. car shapes. Okay, right. So check this out. Like so, a car from. The '90s is like a classic car now. That's why I say I'm by, not like, old. by like definition. We should pull up like a definition. That's why I say I'm not old. I'm vintage. Like a scale. It's all subjective. But too. okay, so but cars and like computers go hand in hand, though, right? Because as they car, do now, car modern te- cars. Well, right. So as car technology, well, there's been computers and cars. Since like the 80s, right? Maybe even the 70s. I mean, it depends on what you define as computer. I mean, a a modern kid wouldn't call some of those things computers. Well, yeah, my kids would totally call, my kids would totally call like one of my old Game Boy. They'd call that like some, uh, like one time I fucking, they would think that's like an antique, right? Yeah. Like that is so far away from like what they know and understand. They grew up with internet in their lives and fucking high like flat screen TVs and Xboxes. So yeah, I was listening to oldies radio when we were in 
Grand Junction with, with Beth. And uh, all the songs were from the radio. It's like, you know, she drives me crazy. You know, or like all these songs. It's like, I grew oh, up that's with another good songs. example. Music. And as fast as they kind of churn through it. Or even like, well, so the station, Sean, DJ Nike's on his Kiss FM. It's classified as CHR. That's the, the insider. Yeah, jargon. top top 40 contemporary hits radio so like back in i'm even going like my dad's day um and growing up in probably the 80s like what he would listen to if that was chr was probably like billy joel elton john and that kind of rock and roll kind of style the cars the stuff that was on the top of the charts and now it's much more kind of hip-hop driven and how fast it turns and how slow it stays is it you got a radio show now too, right? I'm on the air, yeah. Or you're on couple, the air it's for a not couple your, hours okay. for on my right. country. Sweet, your favorite genre. I appreciate it. Yeah, I like. I honestly like more of the new country than the old country. That's I don't. Crazy. I don't. That's I don't crazy do talk. It. You don't say that. It's just easier digest. It's easier to digest from because it's it's more pop music. That's what it is. It's all pop. Music. It is really. And it's not a diss on it. No, it totally what, is. They so, like trying to mesh in. With... So what they describe the format as, and this is a perfect description of what country music is, modern country. It's songs for the working class. That's that's what they're looking for, and a lot of that kind of. They try to hit the feel the 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 feels with country. They always have. Yeah. But they really go for that, like. And it's it's a. For like a songwriter position, there's a lot more veracity or, or variety of things you can do. Like there's thinking musically as like a guitar player or something, or because it's a lot more of those kind of kind of instruments theoretically. I don't like listening to country because it makes me think of think of somebody that like. Don't you think of an ex girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> no, it totally does. That can ruin a lot of shit for you. No, because she is a big fan of country, and you know what I mean? Like, Gotcha. So, so yeah. Anyway, depression. Like, you know what I'm talking about? That was the depression shit. But anyway. So we always have our Neville Longbottom to help us out. Well, okay. Well, I don't, if, I don't know where now that, since if, if we're gonna really set, let's segue into Harry Potter. Then let's start. So, yeah, fantastic. Let's beasts. start with. Let's start with what, what? Okay, as a somewhat uneducated Harry Potter, you've seen the movies. Yes, I've seen all the movies. That's about it, though. I've not read any of the books. Okay, so it's somebody uh, who is and, like and past. I mean, I, you know, I don't have any Harry. I was about to say, I don't have any Harry Potter paraphernalia, but I do have a lot of Harry Potter Lego. Uh, but I don't have, like, any T-shirts or... Right, know. okay. So if if My you... My wife is a bigger fan than I am. Oh, she's she's probably a bit, huge fan. Beth reads all the time. Um, so, so as somebody who hasn't read the books, as somebody who's just seen the movies, what were your impressions of this movie? And just, like... Fantastic Beasts, uh, the well, it's a trilogy now, right? Yeah. So, so all, all the just the story overall. So, first off, I'm glad how they ended it, kind of wrapped everything up, so they could almost kind of had a good 
ending, good resolution to the film. That's not the end. Good. But it left at a good point. It left a little bit of mystery of what could happen next. Um, I was confused because I thought Johnny Depp was Grin, Grin, Grinwald. I can't now. I never said these names too. right. That's news too. Um, and he's on trial right Cur- now, today. Well, currently you- he's suing. What's her name? Amber Heard, or what's her fucking name? Yeah, um, I just was looking at a article. But no, that's that's happening in court right now. Yeah, as this as we are talking right now, they're they're. Like I was reading before the show, I was doing some prep and just kind of reading and just kind of like, all right, what the well, fuck is going on? Well, he's suing her for defamation of character. Yeah, in that right. So like, I watched a little bit of footage from that. That's actually really interesting because like that's something that actually kind of is relevant because like it it really shows that a you know a dude can be a of a victim of domestic abuse just to, you know, maybe not as often as a woman, but totally that can happen. And uh, it's cool to see that I hopefully he, he, I don't know where you stand on it, but I, I there's a ton of evidence that she was. I don't want to touch abused. it with a 10 foot pole one way or the other. Either I, way. Know, I think it's there too. It's their toxic relationship. Who was the, who is the true source of the toxin or they probably it's, I don't, well, it takes I don't two know. to tango for sure, dude. But like, I, I still don't think, I think all in all his either way, his, what he was not, he's no, he's not innocent. And I don't know if she is either. And I don't, oh, but no. I think that's what I mean. Like they probably both, but like, I don't, I think it's important to let her say that to speak so out. So that's why I think that's, I think that's the important thing we need to, that, if somebody feels that way, they need to be able to feel the right that they can speak out, and I don't think, I don't think there should be any shaming for her. Now, well, she, after that, with courts and lawyers, and I don't know. That's why it's like I don't want to. I I like Johnny Depp as an actor and what okay. he kind of did. Okay, but well, I anyway, anyway, that's why he wasn't in the movie is because of all that well, bullshit. Because of the yeah. And it come to find out she's the abuser. Still got paid though. She's the abuser. He got paid for the role for that one movie. He should have been in the rest though. So, but the one but the yeah. guy that replaced him, what's his? It was a good I don't actor. Ever fucking know any names? Like yeah, we fucking, we. Like he's like awesome. I said, we should have. Yeah, IMDb. bring up a Yeah, bring that up. So, but uh, let's go um, back to well, overall. Listen, listen, listen. That guy was really amazing in that Hannibal series. Oh yeah, I forgot. That was a great movie. Uh, show. That was a really good show. Um. So overall, just give me an overall fucking as far as as far as a movie, uh, a cinematic experience. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it from start to finish. You know, it had you've good seen ups all the other downs. Ones? It was kind of you know very structured, traditional. There wasn't too many real big twists or turns at the end. Um. So it was kind of the same there. I still wish there were more Fantastic Beasts. Right. That's but, the name of the fucking movie, right? And there's a few. And, I, you know, I think even with all of the Harry Potter, the, the animals and the creatures are some of the most fantastic things. No, no, not to, no pun well, intended. Or... In, in Harry Potter, I mean, that Fantastic Beasts, and they actually mention it in this movie, that uh, that one teacher... 
mentioned that his book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, was one of the textbooks she used in the yeah. in her curricul- curriculum. And that's one of the books that Harry Potter has to get, I think, in his first year. Oh, yeah? As his textbooks. Interesting. So that was yeah, kind of a so e- Easter egg before it happened? Um, not necessarily. I don't think it was meant to ever be anything more than, you know, just hi- an interesting history title. and lore, which there is a lot of rich history and lore outside of like what, um, is like right in front, like face value. You know what I mean? There's a ton of lore in the, the actor's name and I can't even, I won't be able to pronounce it. Mads. Milkinson, M I K K E L S E N, Mikkelsen, Mikkelsen. Yeah, I don't know. He's. Let me see. I like. I'm gonna be able to fucking. I just want to make sure that I'm not the only kind of. Yeah. Well. Illiterate journalist in the. Mads Michelson. Journalist. Almost looks like a Michelson. I'll go with that. Rough. Rough. But the only thing that I thought was weird, I thought that it was a little odd that Dumbledore had to be have kind of gay or, or feelings towards that the guy. And in the movie itself, I thought it was fine. But once you start thinking about the whole world, there was a little bit of like from like a Freudian lens, which is faulted. To as well it's kind of a little creepy there's a little kind of well the, that there there and and maybe that's dumbledore see this is why you should read the books is because as you slowly learn dumbledore's history you slowly learn about his sister and what happened with her and um, and just like that whole situation with Grindelwald, they met when they were young. They spent a summer together. There was always kind of some, like it never was like straight up, oh yeah, they were in a romantic relationship. But it was very, the way that it was described, how close they were. It's a little creepy. Not creepy. It's, I mean, they were gay. They were gay. Oh, so it- this, I'm sorry, this is... That's what they're saying. He's like, Dumbledore said he was in love with Grindelwald. In the books? No, in the movie. In the movie, yeah. Yes. The, the, what made the, them make that bond uh, with that, you know, the chain around the wrist and so they couldn't confront each other directly? Yeah. Um, that was because they never wanted to, you know, go against each other because they were in love. But the... Like I said, I think that was great for the movie. And, like, you, that was never, like, straight up said in the books. But a lot... I mean, over the years, people have always speculated that Dumbledore was gay. And that they were... That was kind of his first relationship, maybe his only. Hmm. And the, and then so you kind of get that. Um, so you in, weren't so you weren't surprised by it. 
No. In the books, um, you, you're you getting it through Harry's point of view, right? As yeah. things are happening, as he's learning about Dumbledore, as he's learning about the past, it's being spoon-fed to you through the whole series. And then in the last, like, three, four books, yeah, maybe three books. Like you're slowly learning these things about Dumbledore. Um and then Harry's learning about like what actually happened during the night his parents died during uh you know God damn it. Because there's also this side story. Sorry, you got some shit in my eye. Something poking me. But there was always like an extra side story of the way that Dump, uh, Grindelwald and Dumbledore were going to execute their plan of uh, wizard dominance. You know what I mean? They were going to take the world. And, you know, it, like Dumbledore said, he was young and foolish and, you know, in love and wanted to please. You know what I mean? So anyway, the point is. Is that you get the, while Harry's learning this stuff, you kind of get the sense that people in general, from the outside, as they're seeing Grindelwald do his thing and kind of run amok and cause a bunch of shit, and they know that Dumbledore is powerful enough to take this guy on. And from the public eye, it almost looks like Dumbledore is scared to, you know, go against him or something. You don't ever get the full reason why in the books. But then in these, in the in the movie, you find out, you know, it, it like they find they said at some point he finally confronted Grindelwald and like in public. And they had one final showdown, and he he was in, what's the name of the prison? Azkaban? Yes. After that. By the way, that fucking wand, did you recognize the wand? Yes, the uh, elder wand. Yep. And that was my other point, is like there's the side story of to achieve their goal of wizard dominance they were going to collect the deathly hallows yeah which was a big thing during harry potter's thing because he didn't want harry to get distracted by the hallows thinking they were the ultimate way to win when he already had everything he needed to win it was the same thing dumbledore was always obsessed even after that, he was just like he. Well, he gave Harry the cloak of invisibility, or the yes, that's the, the invisible. It was his dad's already. That's, that's right. the thing is like the cloak just was handed it. down. Harry is directly descended from the those brothers in the. <clears throat> what's that? The tale of the three brothers. Yeah. 
I know what you're talking about. I, I have the book, the Be- Tales of Beetle the Bard, and it's in there. It's like a fucking great story. I just think in general, standalone. Yeah. That's a really cool story. And, like, I have a Deathly Hallows tattoo right here. He's pointing to his shoulder. Yeah, on my... Well, kind of close to my armpit, actually. That shit hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. But the point is, lots of points, I guess. It's like this just gives you, like, you get all of this story in the books and then during Harry Potter, but you get it through a different lens. Like, you get it through other people's perspective, or you get, like, Dumbledore's, um, like, like, he's very subtle with his answers and, like, the things that he says. He's very calculated in everything he does, so, like, you you only get what he wants you to get, yeah. And so you even like the version that Harry gets throughout those books isn't the full story, and this kind of fills that in. As far as like why he didn't just go and fight that dude, you know. And back to the lens of a child, I think that's why I like the uh, Fantastic B series as a whole is because it is much through an adult lens versus a child lens. Right. So yeah, because all the character, it it's all things you know, get very it. much the same. Uh, the way he's battling Grindelwald uh, is very similar to the way he fought Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Is like he used other people as pawns, like not like obvi- like, but he's very he's a genius. The guy's a genius. And he gives you the information you need, nothing more. And then it all seems very confusing to everyone involved, but he's got a master plan. And as long as everybody does their job, we're going to be fine. And that's the way he approached the whole Voldemort and Harry Potter thing. And this is like kind of, this situation was kind of practice for when he took on somebody way more insane and powerful. I don't know about more powerful. Voldemort was weak in a lot of ways. Very magic dependent. When, if he would have just been been chill, and which was what Dumbledore tried to teach him, when he was his student and all that is like if he would have just relaxed you know and just approached life in a different way instead of being so obsessed with living forever he only lived to be like 70 years old or something like that when Dumbledore lived to be like a hundred and something or something like that so, if he would have just been a normal dude, he was already powerful. Like, un, like more powerful than most, and really talented in magic. Kind of in the same way that Hermione was. 
Like just uh, intuitively good at magic. And that's another thing that I've thought about is like, imagine, just imagine tomorrow they show up and they go, you're a fucking wizard, Bill. Sorry, mom said fuck again. Like, duh. You're a wizard. Like, and, and they're like showing you all this shit. Just like in like the first Fantastic Beasts. Do you remember? Uh, what's the guy's name with the mustache? He's my favorite part of the shit. Yeah, me too. The, uh, mug, the muggle guy. And it's like in the first movie, it's just like his absolute like amazement mm-hmm. at everything he saw. He's just like, what the fuck? And like, <laughs> Thinking he's going nuts, and he's just like, "Wow, fucking wow!" Like, and could you imagine? Could you imagine? Somebody comes up, and they're like, "You're a wizard, and we're gonna fucking teach you magic." And you got to think about just like a spoiled kid with money. You know, grows up, has everything he ever wanted, so anything he gets isn't really gonna excite him, or he's gonna take it for granted. But a kid that grew up poor, you give him fucking, you know, he gets rich all of a sudden. He's going to be a little more excited about that situation and probably do better things. You know what I mean? Maybe. Either way. Either way. I I'm mean, saying, like, so you give somebody a chance that, like, didn't know magic existed and all of a sudden you're like, magic is real and we're going to show you how to do it. You would dive head fucking first into that, right? You would be like, oh my fucking God, I'm going to be the best fucking wizard ever. That's why. As opposed to some kid who grew up, oh, we're wizards, big fucking deal. Like fucking, like Ron. Like during during that whole shit, they kind of fuck off and they don't give a shit. And they're just, like, Harry's kind of the exception because he fucks off with his studies too, which I never got. Because I'd be like, nope, I am, like, fully in this. Like, I'm not fucking around in school. I'm, like, going to be the best motherfucker at this shit ever. And that's, like, what Hermione is like. Because she grew up with, like, normal parents. Grew up in the normal world. Well, normal. Muggle. Muggle world. And, like finds out oh well there's magic like holy shit i'm gonna fucking learn everything about this you get what i'm saying like i mean as far as the different characters and how they betray absolutely like i like i couldn't imagine and then the malfoys on the other side of it yeah exactly like that rich privileged pompous well and not even just like a rich kid evil not even just yeah they were death eaters eventually well right I'm glad well, at the he, very he, end he, that Malfoy came into the fold with the others, though. Malfoy did what he did out of fear. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm glad he got that redemption at the very end. He was very naive, thinking it was, like, the cool thing at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be fucking Death Eaters and this and that. And, the you know, power. not that's the naivete of a young kid that, you know, doesn't understand what he's even talking about. Mm-hmm. And then he got in way over his head, and it cost him his friend's life and like a bunch of shit. And yeah, he did come around, and like by the end of the series, like he's, you know, they're at the station. At was, the was there more of it in the book like that than the, the the show, the movies? Sorry. What do you mean? More of this kind of 
end story for Malfoy coming back no, into the no, light? No, okay, no. Is that so, more of the movie? No, it's about the same. Um, like they get the situation's a little more fucked up in the books. Like they kind of tone it down in the movies. I mean, a lot of the shit. I mean, it's there's some deaths and shit, and they there's a lot. It's there is a lot more highlighting of like death. That's what that whole series is essentially about. And like the tale of the three brothers. Yeah. Uh, That's why the Deathly Hallows were created as a way to elude or defeat death. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter, like. The whole journey, the Horcruxes Horcruxes were to defeat death. Harry, like the person that held all three of the Deathly Hallows was supposed to be the master of death. But in reality, the master of death is the person who can walk up and accept that we all die. The true master of death is the one that doesn't let it let fear drive him. And that's the whole fucking point of like Voldemort. Is like he was so scared to die that he fucking took him down a path that took him down a path to his death. And he lost his nose. <laughs> exactly. Like, for real, like, it's so, like, true just in life in general. It's like, we can totally write our own fucking shitty fucking, like, uh, write your own fucking death warrant by making bad decisions. And that, that, that is why Harry Potter is such a great story in general. So did it's you? Because it's, when did it's, you first discover Harry Potter? Oh, it it came out as I was like in junior high, just getting into high school. I think no, no, came out in like ninety seven. Yeah, the books were out, but like the movies started dropping when I was like in high school. <clears throat> See, because I was uh, well, not even high school. It was I was in college when the books came out. Right. So it was totally. I did, it, I was one of those I, I discovered old it later on the news about the Harry Potter craze. I didn't appreciate, so it wasn't until the movies came out and probably with with Beth that I started to watch him. I didn't really appreciate um, stuff like that until later, but like for me, like when it comes to reading or like movies or mostly reading. But a story in general, to me, needs the structure of the story matters, how the story is told. And if it's not just, like, in your face and that's it. Like, Harry Potter is so much more than a story about a kid going to fucking wizard school and fighting a, another scary wizard. You can take it as that on face value if you really want to just, like... Not be paying attention. So true. But like I just said, that is a story all about death. Life and, not, and, and death. Life and death. And not... And true, I mean, not just the stories and the relationships that are 
all intertwined with it, not just on off. That's one of my favorite things about it. It is a child journey. It is a children's story that is unapologetically about you know it doesn't hold back on like letting kids know that yeah people die and that's important to know you know what i mean that's important to understand like that's the kind of shit people like kids should know understand and know and to not like it's like gi joe i think that's why i never appreciated shows like that is like is like that it's so morally bankrupt to make a show about fucking war and was, not include it death. It was a show to sell toys. And well, seriously, no, I get that. That was its. I get that purpose. I get. You're right. It's so morally bankrupt to encourage kids to fucking, you know, basically fucking play play war and fucking, but not include death in that. And so they don't understand that that has, yeah, this is like cool and all, but people really die from this. So, and maybe there's one guy I knew. So I was really big into GI Joe as a kid. That was totally, you know, demographic at me, but this kid that I knew he would play war with the GI Joes. And when one of the guys was shot, he literally buried them and had them as a funeral and then never dug them up. (laughs) That gets expensive. Yeah, I think that's why his parents stopped buying them. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. Yeah, fuck! I went through. Sorry, Ed. I squirrel. Fucking... <laughs> that's funny though. <laughs> How much were GI Joes back in the day? They couldn't have been like more than a fucking dollar or some shit, right? Yeah, I mean, as as but as far as like the value, I'd probably estimate they're still in today's worth, probably still around ten dollars. Here we got to pause for a minute. I got to pee really bad. I've been. He wants me to pause, but I'm going to keep talking. Do it. No, I don't know. I don't I only say that because we unpaused at an awkward moment. But I've got to say the special effects were really cool, too. It, it, it's kind of trivial in this day and age to kind of go to that. But as far as, you know, the Fantastic Beast, it was really visually compelling. Gra- a, a lot of great light and dark angles. Also, the colors of the magic, how to kind of tell emotionally what it is. I kind of seen some of that, like Marvel, like for example, like the purple is like the evil magic kind of seen more of that in like Dr. Strange, but lots of blues and, uh, and, and fantastic beasts. And we still need more beasts. Uh, you know, we talked about this before people laughing and reacting into the, in the actual movie theaters. It's kind of interesting. That's, People were laughing when he was doing the Newt was doing the crab walk, when it was something we've everyone has seen in the preview. So it's the one part that you probably knew you were going to get going into it, but it was still comedic to to the audience there. Um, you know, great beasts there, and the other downside that I've heard and from other people, and I I agree, overall experience was good, but the not enough beasts, not enough story about Newt. It was more about Dumbledore. Great. I think there was a story that needed to be told, but as far as being branded Fantastic Beasts, he was a part, again, a pawn. Or maybe not a pawn, he was a rook. Um, maybe a queen, 
I think the queen was probably the crazy kind of horse creature that could that would bow in a Lazarus pit. I don't think that's what they called it, and I have no idea if this was a what they called it or not. But as far as nerd culture, it was the Lazarus pit. Let's see what Mike thinks after he's done peeing. So did you did you think of the uh, the the kind of horse oh, creature Jesus. being thrown into the Lazarus pit? What that little horse creature that was thrown into the Lazarus pit? I don't. I'm not sure. That's that. I know that's Batman lore, but the pit. That's what that reminded me of too. Um, I was also just talking about just was, the cool effects. It really was visually compelling, and the colors of the magic kind of almost have its own kind of. You know, can tell if it's menacing or not. There's certain nuances. I don't know what was going on with that. To be honest with you, that pit thing. I wonder, it's been a while. It's been probably like two, three years since I le- like read the books. I've read them a bunch, but it's been a while. So were there books for Fantastic Beasts? Actual like Th- novels? There's no, there, okay, so there's a, um, a set of books. I have, um, they're basically just like uh, what the textbooks would be. So you get Fantastic Beasts, and it's more like a textbook or a. I would. I like that. I I have them. I'll let you borrow. Um, They also have Quidditch through the ages, which is like a, a very. It's like it explains you know the game and like the history of Quidditch. Quidditch part. I kind of. No, it's fun. It's a fun book. I like it. Yeah. Um, I also have, uh, like other books like that, like the the Sith. The Book of the Sith, and um, that's Star Wars, obviously. Um, and uh, the Jedi Handbook, and then the Handbook for um, Bounty Hunters. The Bounty nice. Hunter Handbook, or whatever the hell it is. So did I you see the, the Harry Potter kind of special? Like that t- t- 10 years or 20 years later? Yes, it was so good. That was it was a hell of a lot better than the Friends reunion. Well, I don't care about Friends. Yeah, again, this was my sister loves that shit. Beth loves it too. So, my but sister, anyway, I think it's funny. No, I don't think I don't hate Friends. She knows. I think it's a funny show. She I just, laughs at the punchline when the scene starts. Oh, because she's Beth. seen it so she's many. She's seen times. it so many times. She's like, oh. yeah. That's how I am with kill me. That's how I am with uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And oh, and my son, Riley, uh, my oldest son, has. I don't know if he's watched all of Dragon Ball Z yet. Maybe. I think he did. Um, And then he even started watching Dragon Ball, like the original series. And then I was like, dude, you got to watch Dragon Ball Super. I can't tell you how fucking proud that makes me. To see my son watching the show that I grew up. And he is so totally in. Like, I love the fact. Because I, I was at Menards just grabbing some groceries the other morning. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have any cereal or whatever. And I'm walking through and I saw the complete Ninja Turtles animated series collection. The original. Oh. Like, ten seasons. Giant fucking box. And my son's like... 
what's this? And I was like, oh, that's another show I grew up watching. Ninja Turtles. That's and I have not seen nearly all of that, so I can't wait to like just sit and watch all that. I should probably watch that tonight. So you've got to love the, so the he, original so he, arcade game too. Then of the fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That would, that would be one Turtles giant console. One giant vintage console that I would love you can, to own. Dude, you have a... Well, your computer, I don't know how well that... How, like, powerful it is. No, but you can get emulators and play those games, dude. Yeah. Maybe not, like, on a console or, like, on the... But still. those. I mean, those games are dated. They're not really that fun to play. They're, like, the... There's all kinds you, of you play it for Simpsons. Like, yeah, you play it for, like, ten minutes, and you're like, oh, okay. This is cool. Jump kick, jump kick. But anyway, I, he threw in a disc of that and watched, you know, probably fucking 10 episodes of it. And I was like, you don't have to watch this, dude. Like, let's, because it's pretty cheesy. You know what I mean? Old school Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah, bunga, dude. <laughs> and like, I'm like, yeah. but he's like, I want to see what you used to watch. And I love how he's just. You know, intuitive like that. Like he wants to, he's curious, and he, he wants to see what I like and what I liked growing up, and I think that's cool. My other son, he's a little shithead. He don't, <laughs> he don't give. He just wants to play on his computer. But maybe he'll get there too. Is that Logan? Logan, yeah. What did you did, did name him after Wolverine, right? Yep, he's got the there fucking go. attitude too, man. Little shit it's like naming a girl Brooklyn. You know she's gonna have attitude. <laughs> yeah, why is that? Because people oh, from cause Brooklyn, just, Brooklyn, just from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I don't know. Is that your fucking New York accent? Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, that was terrible. Do it again. What you talking about? Hey, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my stepmom's from. That's Brooklyn. like Jersey or whatever. Probably. Or I guess it's all like that. Like Bill Burr is like Brooklyn. There's a warming drawer. That sounded weird. Warming drawer. Warming drawer. <laughs> that's, that's me you trying You sound to, retarded. Uh, yeah, it is, but... Oh, you can't say that. Don't say retard. I sound drunk. No, that's... Uh, I was trying to you do... You sound like you're trying to do, like, the fucking... Get so down! My stepmom has... It, well, she has. She's from Brooklyn, uh, like, near Farazano Bridge, Brooklyn, Bay Ridge, which is where the bridge is where uh, Saturday Night Fever ended. The guy jumped off the bridge, and Saturday Night Fever was that bridge. Oh, you know what I fucking oh, go ahead. But I'm anyways, gonna... there's certain times when her accent would slip out, and when she said "drawer," "drawer," that's one of the words that kind of slipped out. But she'd sound like the nanny for a minute. No, she actually sounded like she's from New York because she's actually from New York, not some punk suburban kid from Longmont, Colorado. That's me. That's you? Yeah, that's me. Borkin' no, Dogs this episode. She's from she's from Longmont, Colorado, too. So, just in general, like, uh, getting back to the movie, I think it was a good good flick. I think uh, I've read, though, that it's got the worst numbers See, uh, from any release of a Harry Potter film. I think this is more about the shit marketing they put behind it to get it going than it does the movie itself. The lack of faith of financial returns from whoever put the movie out. 
Well, movies are scared. I think people are scared about movies right now still. Isn't yeah. Weird. Like, yeah, maybe that is the reason. Just shitty marketing. I didn't really see a lot about it. They're using more it. kind of like street marketing. Oh, people are going to talk about it. Like Spider-Man yeah. was a good example of like it working sell, right. Like selling Kirby vacuums. So it's more about us talk, like people like you and I are on the Comic Zone group talking about these things or the memes or other things kind of uh, going back. I mean, the memes is a little bit too far out, but. No, I got th- you. They're. The traditional approach of buying movie trailers on TV really isn't as valuable as it once was. Is how much money you have to put into it to get it out. It's hey, go find it on YouTube, or it right now. Well, seeing like with Thor, what they're doing with Thor, you're seeing like all like Brie Olson on or Brie Larson, sorry, uh, Captain Mar- Marvel. Yeah. Um, on her Instagram, she shared the Love and Thunder trailer. So did Hemsworth and all of so all of the yeah, actors that, are sharing that, that makes sense though on social media. So you can watch the whole they, like ninety seconds. Okay, that it. makes total sense though, because they those people are like on a different level famous than like the Fantastic Beast guy. Yeah. Like I like him. Don't get me wrong, I fucking think he's awesome as Newt's commander, but uh, he's not on like fucking you know when they... Marvel level. Like you need to push that motherfucker. And like, dude, I think it was a good movie. I think uh, just the whole Fantastic Beasts uh, little trilogy is dope. I fucking like it. So... I thought the first two, especially the first one with the fucking. There's more about the what beasts. is his fucking name. Oh, the, the fucking the the guy from the the muggle. Yeah, what was his they name? They don't call him muggles look, in America. Look it up. Uh, yeah, he, he definitely was my favorite part too. But he is hilarious, and I, I think his little love story with his chick is awesome. And that was my favorite part about it all, other than the Dumbledore stuff. And that it also, as these movies get further and further in, though, it also feels like it's less about the Fantastic Beast thing and more the Dumbledore show. Which is kind of unfortunate. I mean, those guys kind of seemed like they were crammed into the story, you know? Jacob Kolowski. That's his character yeah. name? Dan Oh yeah, yeah. Holger. And then his Holger. chick is Queenie, right? Yeah. Allison. I like their little fucking Sudolf. love story. That shit's dope. Yeah. I wonder what else J- uh, Dan Folger was in. Is that the guy? Good Luck. He played Stu in the movie Good Luck. Oh, that's my he favorite. I was in just Good fan, Luck. Fanboys. Never heard of it. Uh, looks like Darth Vader helmet on some Photoshop on some dude's head is with the thing. Okay, so not anything we've heard of. Nothing. Uh, he's good though. I Jay, think he's he's a Jay funny and guy. Silent Bob. I can't tell which one it is. Uh, so yeah, this oh, is definitely probably you know Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He was on that one. Yeah. So well, I didn't even watch that whole fucking shit, dude. I it, couldn't do it. It was. I started to. That shit was. 
they were like trying to recapture fucking some shit that was from the 90s you could, we it's not even the same anymore those jokes don't work anymore like they do if you go back and like watch you know jay and silent bob strike back mall rats i'm sure they're fucking great still and i i was on a fucking whole edgy kevin smith you know donnie darko i like edgy movies kick at one point too when i was young but like that shit didn't not work for me i don't know about you i thought it was horrible and i was just telling a dude the other day like i'm so glad they never tried to like do a sequel to Step Brothers, for example. Like that was a perfect fucking comedy movie. We don't need a sequel. It's good as it is, and fucking like you feel if you try to do a sequel, you're gonna fuck it up, and it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. Maybe, maybe not. So what would? But be- that's like, that's like perfect the way. Like some things are best best left alone. And just let it be. Like that's a, it's like comedy gold. It's gonna be one of considered one of the greatest comedies ever for a long time. Like you don't need another one, right? I've never been a big Will Ferrell fan. Ah, here we go. Except I love <sighs> him as a director. You're one of those guys. No, he did. I'm not one of the. He just. You are. Just. <laughs> One of those yeah, not a, not, I don't so like. I, I liked stuff. him. I don't like certain, things that are funny. I don't like things that are funny. Just, I just don't think Will Ferrell's funny all of the time. In that I, movie, I, he's I like, fucking funny. I like him in bits in like, uh, dude, you got a dart in your neck. You're cool. I like. Uh, what the fuck is that called? That movie, because um, he was. And a cast of a whole bunch of other really funny people. The Jungle movie? No, it was... Yeah. Um, what was the one where he had a big the... Day of, I got a big day tomorrow. Can't uh, party tonight. We've got a big day of Bed Bath & Beyond. Maybe some Home Depot. What? What are you yeah, talking about? That was just... Uh, On SNL? No, this was a movie. And then I had um dude get stuck in the neck with a tranquilizer dart. I don't know. Oh, other guys? No, I don't. That's a fucking funny movie too. I think it was kind of in the line of um, American Pie movies, by the same kind of same family, oh, same cast of people. Fucking old suburban, school. old school. That's it. Old school. That's like my least favorite of his movies. Everybody fucking loves that movie, and I think it's like not even. Like I think Anchorman's funnier. I think I think Step Brothers is funnier. I think even Night at the Roxbury. <coughs> that's old school there. What Zoolander. Do you like Zoolander? Fucking hey. That movie's awesome. I never saw the, the first one was fucking hilarious. I never saw the second one. Is there a second one? Yeah. That's weird. Like Justin That's exactly what I'm talking Justin about. Justin Bieber was on it. Exactly what I'm talking about. Zoolander was just fine on it, like one of them, you know, just like Joe Dirt too wasn't as good as the first one. Just leave it alone. Joe Dirt is maybe the funniest movie ever made. Wayne's World too. That one's not so bad. That's classic though. Ah, back to the classic. 
that so is that like what's a classic movie to bill citizen Ni- kane 1980s <laughs> citizen kane citizen. orson welles uh black and white no that's cla- th- like by definition so, by definition though like a um like 1990 see i don't want to admit the movies that i watched in my youth youth cuz my cousin vinny um are classic but oh classic to my era um space balls <laughs> yeah airplane airplane dude they don't make movies like that anymore holy grail well the uh, the american pie were kind of no, a revamp that's not the same thing but that was almost a little bit more like all the national it that's... was national lampoon actually wasn't it Dude, didn't eventually American kind Pie, of adopt by uh, the national the lampoon people. It is, it yeah. is. Uh, national, uh, American so much more likely to get you thrown in HR in a part of cancel Dude, culture. The Bandcamp movie is so fucking funny. Have you seen that one? I don't. It's like one of the straight to DVD so, ones. Yeah, I kind of like, I stopped after probably the second. one. It is fucking hilarious that movie. And so is like Van Wilder. I loved that movie too. That was before. Remember we were talking okay. about. Okay, so sequels that did. Van Wilder two is fucking great too. I was that gonna movie's... go National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That was a sequel. Well, Vegas Vacation's the shit too. But Christmas Vacation stands up. That's the funniest. As far as what's become... the other one. The Die Hard had a pretty good few sequels too. Oh well, yeah. It was kind of okay. So, okay. So what are some other good sequels? Yeah, movies? let's get into that. What's a what's okay? No, what's a yeah? What's a good? Empire Strikes Back. That doesn't count. We, yeah. Uh, no, it can't be anything that's like was supposed. That was the sequel. That was no, the but number they two. planned on that. They planned on that. We're talking like movies that were dropped. And then they went, oh, that was successful. Let's make another one. See, I don't know. And, if the... and Star Wars wasn't like that. That was all planned for a se- like a trilogy from the get go. So that doesn't count. You sure? No. So we got to do like, like you said, Die Hard. They did one. They didn't count on others. But Die Hard just happened to have dope ass uh, Lethal Weapon. Those movies are all the shit. You know they. Two was probably better than the first one. Yeah, because they got a little when he's more stuck on the toilet. Is that in the second one? Oh God, I we need to watch. Dude, those. all those movies are the shit. When the one with Jet Li is the shit. That was the one in the ninety. Was that the two thousands? Lethal Weapon Four. And that was when Jet Li was just hitting the scene in America. He was like the no talking bad guy. Because he didn't speak English yet. <laughs> you ever and that all the dude, he was he was on fire there for a while, Jet Li. But dude, I was watching him before that. I was watching Jet Li. I I was on a huge kung fu kick for a while. In my twenties, so like my early twenties in high school, dragon. bro. No, not. Well, that's that's not that's well yeah 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 well like bruce lee but i was more into like jackie chan and fucking 
Jet Li. I watched a lot of Jet Li's like Rumble in the Bronx has got to be one Rumble of the in the best Bronx is amazing, ever. amazing. It, like the stu- no the, oh. the, the uh, Legend of the Drunken Master or whatever it's called. That was a little more difficult to watch just because it was older. That movie's the shit. I mean, for but um, definitely there's some pretty crazy. Jet Li's things. got a ton of great kung fu movies that people don't talk about, dude. A ton of them. What are the ones? Uh, Once upon a time in China or something. Yeah, I think that's. I can't remember. Those ones are good. Uh, yeah, I fucking yeah. No, not just like Jackie Chan's American kung fu movies. Because those are like a mesh, like those old 1990s uh, American kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. That's different than the shit he was doing in China. You know what I mean? The straight up kung fu movies. And those are the ones that are the shit, dude. Yeah. Legend of the Drunken Master is the shit. And then, uh, like, he's got so many. They both do. Uh, Jet Li did one called... uh, It was something... I think it's where Wu-Tang got their name. Possibly it's, like, Legend of the Wu-Tang or something like that. Me and my brother watched it. Like, it's old school. They're, like, throwing energy blasts out of their hands and shit. And it looks so bad and cheesy, but it's it's great. It's like a um, precursor to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type shit, you know, where they're flying around. Yeah. That movie's that's pretty a cool. That's a fucking great movie, too. Hero, that's a fucking great movie. Have you watched the Ipmon movies? No. Like, oh my fucking... You gotta just go down the Kung Fu rabbit hole. So good. See, my problem is I have to convince my wife to like them, too. Yeah, she maybe or or I mean depends on the kung. Really, you go old school kung fu. It's hard to watch. Not for me, but I could see how. See, she she slept through Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, that's so. That's not a good sign. What are some other some other Jackie Chan movies that were the shit back then? Obviously. I kind of saw that. That was like my intro to probably most kung fu movies. Was that, um, and then kind of, you know, did, you know, Enter the Dragon and kind of some of those other. So you like you like Bruce ones. Lee? You watched a lot of. Well, I think because those, kind of VHS kind of day, and I think that's just what was accessible at the time, mm-hmm. what I could find. So were some of those those key ones. Um, you know, and back in the day, when actually had Blockbuster, yeah. go down and be kind, Dude, rewind. I, I so wish we had something like that still. I wish I could take my kids down and go rent some movies. Like, dude, I used to fucking love just being like, not even go with my parents, just be like, Mom, can we run down to Blockbuster and get like some games and stuff? And she's like, Yeah, whatever. And, like, we run, like, I don't even let my kids out of my sight. My mom would be like, fuck off. 
and let <laughs> let us run down the road. Like, you know, and that's just the way it was. Like, it's not like my mom was a shitty mom. It's just like, it's just the way it was. Like, yeah, go down to Blockbuster. Give me a pack of cigarettes. Like, straight up. Like, that was when cigarettes were on the counter of the fucking convenience store. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. When they had cigarettes on the counter that you send you with a note, my mom wants some cigarettes, and they'd fucking take your note. Palm oil lights. Yeah. But I don't know what my mom smoked. My grandpa smoked. My grandma. My grandma smoked them palm oil hundies, like no filter. Stepdad smoked Marlboro Reds. <clears throat> mm. Smoking's bad. That's why I need a fucking, like I'm trying really hard to stop. That shit's hard. It is. That shit's hard. What time we at here? Wizard. About an hour twenty here. Probably about about time to. Well. Let's fucking let's fucking send her off. Overall, let's give her a fucking five star rating. What do you give Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, definitely worth check it out. It is worth watching. It's worth watching in the big screen too. Oh yeah, you know it's not just when it comes out on on. No, streaming. yeah, definitely go watch it. I'm saying, what do you give? Four stars? I give five stars. Five? I don't know, we're talking out of five out of five or out of five out of five. Three? Yeah, five and a half. Okay. No, four and a half. I'll give a four. Thirty-two. No, three. Hike. Anyway, follow us on Spotify. Check out thecomiczone.com. So you can check out, I'm going to be dropping a new fucking blog, so check that bitch out. I'm going to be talking about VR. And don't forget to check out our live episode for when Doctor Strange drops. Peace out, nerds. Later.